Hey guys, Scott here with 30 Little Hacksaws. How you doing? And so, uh, last night I got to saw Arctic Monkeys, my favourite bands, play live at the Royal Albert Hall in London. And um, this was a big deal for me because they're my favourite band and I've never seen them live. And Arctic Monkeys, Alex Turner, you know, the reason they're my favourite band is because... I've had such I've grown up with them as a band um you know I was uh, I was in my early teens when the first album came out and you know every 2 years for you know a new album would come out up to AM and there's been a big 5 year gap and a lot's changed in my life and now this new album's hit and really just speaks to me in a whole lot of levels and I really feel as a songwriter as a creative this new album speaks to me you know way beyond what any of the others do and so I was just so like in the right place to finally go see them live because I'd never seen them live I saw the last Shadow Puppets play live in 2008 at Reading Festival and that was awesome but this was this was far beyond that I mean I was right up to the gate uh with my mate Billy um we were right up next to the gate for the show. I, 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 was, I was close enough. I could, you know, at least probably touch Alex Turner. I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't realise we would be so close. And it was so epic. Um, the support band, I'd say, left a lot to be decided. I think they had a lot of sound problems. The drums, like, when they kicked in, we were like, oh, that's boomy, that's huge. And you couldn't really hear the vocals at all. And the songs were just okay, and it, it just didn't help that the sound wasn't great. Um, but uh, the singer of that band, Cameron Avery, he... Um, he was part of the backing band for Arctic Monkeys, and they had several musicians come on and join them. Um, they'd I'd spotted even a guy in the corner playing a 12-string acoustic at one point, and I go, ooh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so the, the actual set, let's get into it. So they start off with four out of five, and I've been following their sets on Setlist FM and watching, you know, what they've been playing, and there's been a lot of subtle variations on the same set, and it's a massive set, like a set that really pulls from all the previous albums and takes a lot of the big bangers, plus they've been pulling in some tracks that, um, that they haven't played in a while. Um, it was really uh, it was really cool to get them seat get to see them play do me a favor off the second album i've always loved that song um a very emotive song in fact i think the second album itself is a very emotive album i think there's a really a, a lot on there alex does uh an incredible job of the lyrics on that album you know they've, they've really cut to the core um whereas the first album's a bit more observational i you know i feel the second album you know gets a bit deeper than that and you know the prime example of that's 505 which they played and i know from following the band in the past that they usually play 505 as the as the last song as the crescendo um but they played it like fourth or fifth last night you know and um it's funny because where we were there was we could see that the big organ at the royal albert hall was sort of behind the big curtain that was drawn um, where they had the big monkey sign in front. That was the only thing I didn't like. They had a big sign that flashed up in different, you know, coloured lighting um, that just said monkeys on it. I wish it said Arctic monkeys. 
that's the bad name. <laughs> but besides that, um, yeah, so there's this big organ behind it. I was joking to my friend. I was like, that's how they're going to start the gig. That He's going to come on and he's going to play 505 on that massive organ. And everyone's just going to scream. It'll be great. That didn't happen. Uh, he played on his little keyboards. And um, it was tremendous. Um, just, you know, it's when it hits and that I crumble completely when you cry. Just that a massive, you know, just moment. It was so powerful last night. Um, uh, and it was just, it was really cool hearing songs from albums past. Um, you know, they they did the sort of one-two punch of Brian Storm into Crying Lightning, which I know they've been doing. They've been doing for years now. Um, and it was just so, it was so cool to um get to hear that the first song was four out of five which isn't a big moshy song um it was brilliant it was just really powerful and it was so awesome hearing the crowd sing along passionately on that one because there's been such like a back like a fan backlash online to to new album but to hear like the fans united there last night singing along on four out of five and the other new album songs it was it was great um but as soon as Brian Storm kicked in, just the mosh began and I was being whirled around. I was like in a whirlpool the whole night, just trying to get back to my friend at the front who's just ma he's like a massive guy. Like, he's really tall. Um, and he's just like, he stayed pretty much in the same position. It's just like, people would like knock into him and just bounce off me. I'm a bit smaller, you know. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I got whirled around. I kept trying to get back to him at the front. Um... It was fun. It was fun. But Brian Storm, I don't think the mosh was uh, as heavy in any of the other songs as it was in Brian Storm, which they just, people went mad for. It's that. It's just immensely fast, isn't it? And you almost forget that about Brian Storm, you know. But wow, live, what an experience. And another song that I heard last night that I haven't really been appreciating that much. Um, on the Tranquility Base was She Looks Like Fun. Like, it's one of those songs that I've skipped a few times just because, you know, I prefer Batphone, which comes directly after it on the records. Um, and so I was thinking, you know, you know, they're going to play it live and I'm going to be like, oh, it'll be okay. But last night, I think I finally got it. It's a live song. It's one of these songs that really, really comes al alive uh, on the stage. Same thing goes for Pretty Visitors, which is like a song I really like on... Um, uh, oh, crikey. Which album is it? Think, Scott. Think, 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 think. Um, Pretty Visitors is Humbug, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's, it's a song on Humbug, you know, that I like, but I much prefer Secret Door, you know, and Dance Little Liar, and The Jeweler's Hands, um... All that stuff. Uh, I much prefer to listen to one of those than um, Pretty Visitors. But it really, Pretty Visitors, again, is one of these songs that really comes al alive on the stage. You know, because it's got this whole, all, you know, all the Pretty Visitors came and waved their hands. Um, and it was like a shadow of a snake pit on the wall. And, like, you're waving your hands because that's the whole snake pit on the wall thing. And that was really cool to be a part of last night. Um I really, uh, I re-dug that song in a way that I, I've not dug it before. And yeah, She Looks Like Fun was incredible. I, I hope they, um, yeah, I hope they uh, release a live, a live album at some point with that song on it. Because I think that'd be, it just, Matt Helders just let rip a lot more on the live version of it um, last night. And, um, you know, they don't tend to, like, 
improvise a lot in the songs. You know, like they tend to really keep to what's on the record. It's the uh, it's those in between moments that are really cool. Because um, I checked on Setlist FM last night to sort of look back at all the songs they played, and whoever put it up initially, it might have changed now. They put it up wrong because they went from one point perspective into "Do Me a Favor." And it was incredible because one point perspective is just, it's so much fun to sing, you know, dancing in my underpants, I'm going to run for government, I'm going to form a covers band and all. It's just such a, a, a fun, slinky song to sing. Uh, and they went straight from that into the boom of Do Me A Favour. And it really just hit you like, whoa, like they're not... They're not stopping, you know. And what was cool about this set was it really was a roller coaster ride. To me, it was just like a perfect set list, you know. Whenever they'd go down for a song, they'd come straight back up with something really, really cool. Um, yeah, and uh, man, the new album stuff was sounding great. As I said, One Point Perspective was awesome. That solo he does, he loves his slides, Alex Turner. He loves sliding in his solos. Even when it feels like they don't need them, you know, he's always just sliding onto every note down his guitar. Just like, it's so cool. I've got, I'm going to try that out at some point to see if it actually really does much. But yeah, awesome, awesome stuff there. Tranquility Bass was great. Um, the song. Um, not the album, but the song on the album they played. <laughs> and um, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino was... Um, it was great, everyone singing along. Um, I think more people sang along on Tranquility Base than they did One Point Perspective. And um, it was uh, it's that bit where it gets to the chorus and everyone goes, Mark speaking. And it was just cool. Like It's got so many like quirky lines in it. Um, like, um, kiss me underneath the moon's side boob. And there was a guy right next to me. And I was singing my head off all night. Um, I know I've just got to the 10 minute mark. But I'm going to keep going because i still got more to say. Um, and I was singing my head off all night. I'm still processing the gig because I was just the whole night. I felt like I was performing in a way because I just did not stop singing the whole night. Even when I've been thrashed about in the mosh pit. I was just screaming, Brian, top marks for not trying. You know, um... But yeah, the lyric, kiss me underneath the moon's side boob. This guy right next to me screamed it almost as passionately as I did. <laughs> There's just so much of that on the new album. And uh, they they ended the set officially with I Bet You Look Good in the Dance Floor, which is, yeah, come on. It's the way to do it. It's It was the biggest song of the night. I mean, four out of five was pretty big. You know, everyone was excited to see him and really going for it and that one. But Dance Floor was massive. Like, I just looked around and, like, like every every head in that place must have been singing it. Um, it was incredible. Such, such a rush. Um, and they walk off and they do the whole thing where they get the audience to clap and stamp their feet and get them out. And about five minutes later, the monkeys come back out on stage and uh, Alex has slicked his hair back again. Um, and they, they come out and they do um, star treatment, which like my, my legs start to give way. Like, well, A, because... I was tired and I have bad legs, um, but like I was, I was weak at the knees because I absolutely adore that song, and they just started playing it, and it was just, 
it was magic. It was their live debut. And as I said, I've been following their sets. And um, I was thinking, oh, there's not going to be that many surprises, I feel. But I hope there will be because it's the Royal Albert Hall. It feels like it's a special gig. So I hope they, they whack out some songs that I'm not expecting. And Star Treatment was one of two songs I was not expecting last night. And Star Treatment is sung in this way where it's not sung in like a traditional meter. It's sang, the way he sings it, it's like he's just singing it off the page you know off the lyric sheet you know and it's it's just it it's this free-flowing style and not many people were singing it to be honest i could hear a few people around me singing along i sang every single word and at towards the end of the song this girl just turns around and high fives me <laughs> for singing every word and i was like yeah mate i'm a fan um and there's a great line in that song um, where it's just like um, jukebox in the corner, long hot summer. They got a film up on the wall and it's dark enough to dance. What do you mean you never seen Blade Runner? And um, just there wasn't many people singing along in Star Treatment, but like everyone screamed, what do you mean you never seen Blade Runner? Um, so it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see in years' time because I've got to see the monkeys again. I, I think I can leave it a while after last night because I think it's going to take me like a few years, probably the process, the epicness of last night. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was so cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see if people start singing along on like the weirder ones of Tranquility Base Hotel when they play live. Um, That'll be uh, interesting to see. But uh, Star Treatment was lovely. And for the second song that uh, was not... Uh, the second song that I was not expecting. That was from the Ritz to the Rubble. <laughs> was not expecting that. Um, obviously, like they've been, they played um, some of the older stuff. But really, I think up to that point in the set, they hadn't played anything from the first album because dance floor they left to last and they did the few from the afternoon and the encore but that was the first album song they played the first first album song they played in the set up to that point it was like towards the end and oh my word we just went mad for it i just we weren't expecting it and they hadn't played it since 2011 um and it was just it was massive it was rocking and for all like the new stuff they've got all this slinky sort of a tranquility base hotel sort of stuff that i love and um i just absolutely adore the album you know you can just tell that alex and the guys really love playing that old stuff still because they're just absolutely rocking out to it on stage it was really Really cool. I mean, uh, Jamie Cook and Nick O'Malley are just like rocks on stage. They don't they don't move a great deal. They're just there, just being absolutely solid musicians, just doing their thing. Uh, Alex moves about way more. Like I've heard that in the early days, he was a lot more static, uh, and so I'm sort of glad I got to see him now because I've obviously I've fallen in love with all six of the albums. And really grown up with them. And I finally got to see him. And it was just... Oh, it was magical. It was a magical evening. Um, yeah. So from the Ritz to the Rubble. Uh, I was just... Whew, getting to sing along on that again. I was like... I just... You forget. You know, there's so many songs. You forget how much you can love a particular song that you haven't heard in a while. And that was one of them. And I was like... I'm going to have to pop in my, uh, my copy of whatever people say. And that's what I'm not. Because it's not my favourite album. 
It's not even my second favourite album. It might not even be my third favourite Monkeys album. Because, you know, um, it's it's an album that really meant a lot to me when it came out. And I still love it. But it just... Um, I don't know. It feels like it meant more to me at the time than it does now. Because the Monkeys have evolved. You know. Um, I think if they just keep making records... If they kept making records like the first one... Uh, and they got progressively worse, like most indie bands of that era did, you know, um, then I'd probably, like, you know, hold whatever people say um, up on a higher pedal stool, you know. Um, but it's not the case. I feel like they've got better with every record, if you can believe that, you know. Um, and so, it's not one I revisit a lot, to be honest. Um, I, I revisit Humbug, because that's my favourite album. Um, but, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again. It's it's renewed my excitement for that album, which is cool. Um, so, mate, it was just oh, it was absolutely stomping. You know, they did quite a few from AM, um, the the last album before this one, which is obviously like one of the most popular albums of theirs and one of the most popular albums of this decade. Um, you know, uh, they did Arabella. Which was pretty, pretty cool. Um, they did uh, Why Journey Call Me When You're High. Uh, and it's great. You just forget. I sort of forget how sexy the album is. But when they play it live and they've got that pulsing bass. Do, 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 do. You know, songs just, you, you hear them a, cer a certain way on record. And then you get live and it just hits you in a different way. And Why Journey Call Me When You're High and Knee Socks were certainly like that last night. Knee Socks isn't even one of my favourite songs off of AM. I, you know, I much prefer like Number One Party Anthem and I Want To Be Yours. Um, but it was, it was really cool to hear it last night. Because they just kept the uh, sort of funky bass and drum bit at the beginning for ages and got everyone clapping along uh, and it felt like they went on for like like must have been like two or three minutes just with that little bit and then finally they hit into um the big guitar riff and it was um it was funky it was fun uh and uh, they played do i want to know which uh which is really cool like i was watching it last night and i was like it is uh it's a lot bluesier, you know, than I, I realised, I think. You know, it's obviously got that, that winding riff, but, like, the sentiment in it, it feels like you could do it in a blue star when it would really come off well. Um, so that was awesome. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what else to say, because, as I said, I'm still processing the gig. It was um, it was a fantastic time. The Royal Albert Hall's a great thing. It was my first time there. I'm glad I, I got to go there uh, and see him play. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was tremendous. All the all the hits were awesome. The new stuff was great, and there were some surprises there. And I, you know, I I loved songs last night that I haven't been massively fond of on the record, and that's what a great live band can do that you know they really bring it live in a way they don't on record i feel you know they go far beyond it i think you have a good record but the live show is where it's at that's where the music is meant to be uh they're so tight they had like five keyboards on stage last night it was insane um there's so there's so much of it um tremendous tremendous fun um yeah 
so that's been me. I've been Scott with 30 Little Hacksaws. Thank you for listening to my little Arctic Monkeys review of the gig. It was a little. I've gone on for nearly 20 minutes. So time to bring it to a close. Um, see you next time. Peace.